back again with Half Circle Back. We've been out of the saddle for a hot second uh, due to several issues. One being uh, Tim's relocation and job status. So, um, but yeah, we uh, we finally went ahead and started this back up. Since one, I mean, we got a shit ton of uh, stuff that's already happened as far as CPT season. But I mean, there's also other stuff like there's a new season of content up coming up there's uh some other stuff going on and you know we still got a good bit of season left so figured it'd be a good time to start start it back up so um anyway let's start how we normally do the introduction tim what you been up to man hey uh well i relocated to good old nashville tennessee um So that was that was a thing, right? And then, yeah, after that, I just started working. So I've been on the road a lot, which has been uh, hindered a lot of things, I guess. Like you know, I gotta like, like I only get like one day of rest before I have to get on my flight or get on the road to drive to my next location and blah blah blah, all that cool stuff. Um. But, man is uh making moves, just jet setting everywhere, huh? Yeah, man. Right now I'm in uh, in a pandemic. In a pandemic, what's the worst part of it? Right now I'm in uh Crestview, Florida, which is like 45 minutes from Pensacola, Florida. And um, as soon as I get here, right, there's like a tropical storm about to hit Florida. So nice, hey, you know. Go ahead, and let's let's get rid of Florida. Let me get out first. Let's get, Let's get rid of Florida because it's a trash state. You know, I wish all the homies get out first, but yeah, Florida's trash. Get it out of here. Fair enough. But uh, what you been up to, man? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just been doing little stuff. So I mean, I uh, you know, I've been trying to play through a bunch of older games, right? So I, I think I've talked about this before. So uh, I ended up. In order to trying to make it a little bit easier to play emulated stuff, and uh, I don't know what it is about me wanting to play it on like this is an original hard. I guess it is playing on a, a PS TV. That's what I'm playing all these PS One and PSP games and shit on. Um, so anyway, I modded that over the what last weekend or maybe it was the weekend before. Modded that, and now I'm playing uh, like PS One games on it. So playing through Front Mission Three okay. so far, you know. Classic. Uh, I don't. I don't know what I got on the on the docket after that. Go ahead, and, be... go ahead and play Wild Arms. You know what I'm saying? And if I was gonna play Wild Arms, the one that I was was thinking about playing was so they remade the original Wild Arms on PS2. Uh, I forgot when it came out, but it's like Wild Arms Ultra Code F. Yeah, and like that game's supposed to be super sick. So I think if I was gonna play the first one, I'd play that, but. Uh, there's a couple other there's some more there's some more joints in the chamber for PS1 games plus I mean I, I can play PSP games and stream them so like I was thinking about playing through the Metal Gear Acid because that was a game I always wanted to like finish or like really check out but I just never never got a chance to I mean I own it I just never played it like you know yeah it's actually it's actually the one Metal Gear game I haven't played is Acid and that's because I'm just like not trying to play like a tactical the game. premise seemed cool to me. Yeah. As a, um, as a Metal Gear fan, I'm just like, man, 
I want to play it, but I know how lazy I am, and I'm just like, eh. I I respect that. Outside of that, I've been uh, so now I've been back on the Street Fighter grind, and uh, you know your boy's going for Warlord, and uh, who, who, let me tell you, I don't uh, I don't even know if it's worth it to be honest. Hey, so I see you on the Warlord grind, and um, hey man, I wish I could join you. You definitely can, man. I mean, I definitely can. Let me just, like, uh, torture people with my hotel internet on Wi-Fi. Well, not now, but when you get when you get back home. Yeah. Oh, I'll get home for one day, then I turn back around and leave. But yeah, sure. Why not? Hey. I meant to take my birthday week off, but uh, I definitely missed the window for that. It's all right, man. We'll, uh, we'll celebrate, you know, in your absence. All right, man. Go ahead and meet me at um, Texas Day Brazil. It's like any random one. All right. I'll just what I'll do is I'll just Facetime you while I'm there, and then you know you just do the same, and then uh, you know what I'm saying we are we have a good time. Yeah, man. Go ahead. Go ahead and get the lamb first. I'll get the lamb first. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Then, um, I get the filet mignon. You know. Nah, I mean I'm going for the Parmesan crusted chicken. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. How can I? How can I forget? The Parmesan crusted chicken wings and pork loin. My bad. You're right. That's that should always go first. Let's see, man of culture. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is why we're friends. But uh, but anyways, so I guess we'll go ahead and and run it. Go ahead and get into it. So we had the first one that we got to recap is Asia Southeast, Ooh. which SDK one, right? Uh, SKZ. A- SKZ, my bad. My yeah. bad. So, Seth. top eight for that, which I didn't I didn't get to watch much of it because the, the, I think it took place like three or four in the morning, four or something like that. So, like, I didn't get to watch, but, like, maybe the last two matches, and I, I still didn't go back and watch all of it. But, so, it was SKZ in first place. Uh, I am Chuan, second. Uh, Razor Zien, third. Uh, RSG Bravery, which I'm not familiar with him. It's a uh, Cami player, right? Yeah, Cami. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Monarung, uh, fifth place. Uh, who is God, some of these names are killing me. Potato 09. I respect it. <laughs> Mind RPG, which I'm, I've I've seen that name before. Uh, at seventh place, and then KOF Master tied for seventh as well. Um, I think. What this tournament or this one, this qualifier was most notable about was Seth, because you had SKZ playing Seth and you also had Jin playing Seth, and people were really impressed with SKZ Seth. Yeah, this Seth was really good. With him. Yeah, this Seth was yeah. really good. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with it. this. Is my first time actually seeing him, but uh, he definitely was cooking. So that was kind of a uh, it was kind of cool to see. I was thinking that Jin was just going to win because I'm like, oh, Jin, right? Like, you just assume he's the strongest player in that region and he win. But apparently, uh, I heard that Jin got put in losers in pools against some Mika. And then Jin had to come all the way back and make the losers run and uh, ended up at third. So, it's still pretty strong, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Jin normally does well on the online CBT events. Like, he has a good track record. 
was like doing really well. But yeah, it was it was surprising not seeing him like win it all. Uh, you know, he's probably going to be the favorite for the next one, obviously. But you know, who knows? You know, like I said, he got put in losers in pools. So, um, if anything, the CPT season being online definitely has skewed some of the results because you you see an amount of players that you know, or not an amount, but you definitely see some players that you probably wouldn't necessarily see in the you know typical CPT tournaments, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's given a, a chance for other players to like shine and uh, you know really show what they got. So yeah, that was uh, Asia Southeast. And then the next one after that, that should have been the, being, uh, the South Europe, America. Right? Oh, South America. Oh, no, that's South, where, yeah, South America. So that's the one where Picaro won, right? Yeah, so I was in and out of this one, but I did watch a lot of top eight. Um, and actually, I did watch. I think I watched all the top sixteen, and then on Sunday I was able to watch a good bit of top eight. But so we had Picaro ended up taking it with Bison first place. Um, Wellington ninety two. I might not. I forget his name. That's but this is what they have. I, I think he went by something else. But uh, Balrog, he uh, he actually put. Picaro and losers, I think, if I remember right. I want to say he did put Picaro and losers, and uh, Picaro had to run the run it back on him. Um, but yeah, so Wellington ninety two got second with Balrog. We had Ja L E X E uh, as Rashid for third. Nabraka fourth place. Nabraka SF for fourth place with Balrog. Dark, which I want to say, Dark used to play Nash. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. But he used to play Nash, and now he's playing G. And he got fifth, which was a pretty good showing. Mysterio, which I forgot who Mysterio used to play before this, but Mysterio's playing Colleen now. And he got fifth. Uh, Cabaludo, I'm not familiar with him, but that was apparently a Brazilian kin, so that was like a big meme going on. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) People were uh, tripping about a Brazilian kin being in top top eight so uh, but he got seventh um, and then Griffin Mask which is the warlord uh, the warlord Blanca I forget what region he's from uh, but he got, he tied for uh, seventh as well so I don't I don't really think there was any big surprises to me other than Picaro getting put in losers but outside of that I mean looking at who was there I think that's about right that Picaro got first. You know, there, again, there was a lot of a lot of good players, but you know, obviously, I, I've always known Picaro to be like one of the strongest, the stronger players in that region. So yeah, yes, that um, makes sense. So Picaro, uh, which this will be his second time making uh, Capcom Cup. They made it in 2018 because uh, crossover couldn't go, if I remember right. Yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't get a visa. Yep, so, so. I think Picara had taken his spot. Yeah. So, uh, this will be a second time, which, uh, man, it's been, uh, it's, this year's Capcom Cup is looking like it's going to be kind of interesting so far as, as we uh, continue to read some of these names. So, the week after, we got uh, Europe West 1. My, my favorite region. Let me tell you. And, uh, boy, this was, uh, as I expected, this was probably one of the, I, I, you know, up until this past week, I would have said, man, Europe West was the best qualifier. But, 
<laughs> that definitely got uh, replaced after uh, this past weekend. Oh, boy. So, for Europe West, uh, Takamura ended up taking it first place with uh, Akuma. Uh, Hurricane, which was another favorite that people thought would take it. Uh, Hurricane uh, taking it second with Kami. Uh, Problem X taking it third with Bison and some Abigail. Uh, surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, we know Broski's nice, but Broski yeah. ended up getting fourth with Dalsum. Not even Seth. I know he's been playing a lot of Seth lately, but uh, he stuck with Dalsum and uh, it paid off. Hey, man. Dalsum online is pretty good, man. Uh, look, that character's, uh, character's pretty hard, man. Oh, I think, actually, I think Sim sucks online. If anything, he's nerfed oh, online. Nah, man. Your, your whole game plan is all about reacting to what the other person does. And if you got to make a lot of guesses because you can't see stuff or you're reacting too late, it's, uh, it's pretty rough. But uh, I guess that goes both ways. It makes the other person have a harder time at dealing with uh, your normals and stuff because you can't really whiff punish Sim like that. But it goes both ways. Momi got fifth with Cammy, which I hadn't seen much of Momi last season, so nice to see him back. Uh, Bolt Strike tied fifth as well with uh, still putting in work with Vega. And then seventh, we had Infectious. Uh, since he played Ken, but I don't think I saw him play Ken in top 16 or top 8, but he'd he just been playing Zeku. Um, and then uh, tied for seventh is Vega Patch, which still playing Fong, so cool to see him as well but yeah man this uh this was probably like i said before last week i would have said yo this is the best one um but like i europe okay so europe was definitely had controversy because uh with takamura and like um takamura and reinhardt yeah so reinhardt picked the wrong costume i think like takamura picked training stage and then they had to play the whole set over again, which that was kind of weird. Yeah, so about that, like, so, yeah, what ended up happening was Reinhardt was playing with a costume that is not legal per CPT rules, which he was playing Wesker Urian, which I'm not entirely sure why that costume is banned other than, so there's two reasons, well, there's one reason why I think it is. It's because uh, in that costume, you can only see his face um, and you can't see his hands, and a lot of his chest is covered anyway, too. So it makes it a little hard to tell if he has V-Skill 1 stacked technically. But the issue with that is most Urians aren't even picking V-Skill 1 anymore, so that's kind of irrelevant. And two, uh, the game has a visual indicator on the screen to show you that they, they have V-Skill stocked. So technically, that shouldn't even be a thing. Yeah. But... According to the CBT rules, which God bless uh, Capcom and their uh, infinite wisdom, yeah, you can't pick that. So, and like that was one he, issue. Yeah, which he was like up two games on him. And then, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know who said he picked that costume or like, or I don't know if it happened on stream and then that's when they went back. Uh, I believe so. I don't know. It happened in top sixteen, so I guess it had to be on stream. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, that was super unfortunate. The thing about this is, this isn't the first time this has come up, right? So we had 
uh, you know, in the in the East, there was issues with people people picking Trent, uh, the grid, and then they had to go back and they'd stop. Uh, the weird thing was, though, because this has happened another time. So on the um, on Asia Southeast, it did happen against uh, I Am Chuan. I remember seeing this match. It was I Am Chuan versus the Manat, which I'm, I'm forgetting the name now who it was, but it was a KOF master. Um, yeah. They played, and they played on the grid. And so I remember Punk tweeting, oh, so they're just going to let Asia play on the grid, huh? And uh, – and so they let him play on the grid, but they just let the match go. I don't know if it was because the mod wasn't paying or the whoever the TO was wasn't paying attention. They finished the set, and then they came back, and then they were like, oh, well, you know what? Since they, they were playing on a, a, a band stage, this isn't going to count. And then I was like, no, that's not how you do this. That's not... I, I know they're not going to do that. <laughs> and then, so they played two matches. So it was like, oh, I think Chuan won one, then KOF Master won the next one. And then they were like, well, guess what? Those two matches aren't going to count, so they got to replay it over. And I was like, that's ridiculous. No, they just played the matches. So what they ended up doing was they said they, they, did, they counted those two matches, and then they played the final one on a, you know, on a approved stage. And that's they yeah. let that rock. But you know, come back to this where they took the matches away from him because he played on the bat, like on a band stage and like, this is the issue. Yeah. And it, and it caused the results of the tournament to be different. Like, even if you want to say, well, if Ryan, even if Ryan did win, maybe Takamura still won. Yeah, maybe, but he's in losers. So who knows what could have happened? You would have had to fight more matches anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also like people are also complaining about Takamura's like connection, like something blatantly, you know, come out and say it but you know there are definitely like some cryptic tweets out there like yeah you know hey you know connection is kind of but hey good games anyway or whatever so it is what it is you can't really get too mad at uh look you signed up for it right you you knew what you're getting yourself into so but other than that congrats congrats to him yeah so i mean it's the uh, i think the key thing with capcom and how they're handling this i mean i get it that this is a new thing. We we haven't had to uh, only be like online, right? But they definitely are having an issue following through and being consistent with rules. So, like something I do want to see them do is like, I mean, well, doesn't, I think well, doesn't like level up? Doesn't level up run? Isn't they helping run uh, CPT online? I mean, they they run the production, but. Uh, I think they do do a little bit of TOing sometimes as well, but not. It's not always them. It's sometimes other people that end up doing the TOing. But it still needs to be like consistent, right? Like yeah. why? Why did they let the results count for Southeast Asia and then for this they were like, nope, they don't count. Um, so it's like you gotta. I mean, and then maybe again, maybe the fact that. If you if you watched, um, I think they just started doing this um, in the last qualifier. But now uh, during the like downtime, they show what costumes are banned. They show all the you know they'll show uh, what stages are banned. So it's like even as a spectator, we all know, and uh, you know the players, hopefully players watching are reminded that hey, I can't pick this. Um, Look, man. So. Maybe that's why they're getting a little bit harder on like trying to adhere to the rules. But yeah, it's unfortunate to have wins taken from you, like in situations like that. But 
that comes down to you got to read the rules, you know. And and I know FGC is not known for reading. Or, no. or I'm not even gonna say FGC. It's motherfuckers just don't read in general. Like that ain't even a uh, FGC specific thing. People just don't read. Yeah. Like as as somebody who works IT support, people don't read. <laughs> I can I can tell you firsthand, people don't read. So, yeah. um, but yeah, man. I and and you know, we're still like I don't know how much longer do we have in the season. I had the I had this pulled up the schedule. We still got man a handful of qualifiers. At least I'm looking at three, six, nine. 12. We got 12 more qualifiers. I should expect everything to, to, to be a little bit more. Uh, they should have their shit in order, right? For, for I, as less of a, I can't really put that in an eloquent way, but hopefully, you know, we can get some, uh, some consistency with how they run these. Uh, I think just, I think, I think, I think it should be like a seminar, right? Before each tournament starts, and everybody just goes over everything. I'm pretty sure, like, I've, I've played in a few online tournaments where they've had, like, a seminar. Like, hey, this is what's going to happen. You can't do this, this, and this. Yeah, so when I did NA East, they, uh, it's orientation, so they did that. Yeah. But you know, you know how like, like you, know you how... have 300 people in a Discord server all at the same time, and you're trying to explain rules. Now, granted, what they do during the orientation is they make it so nobody else can type. But as soon as they explain the rules, you have, you know, hundreds of people come in and just say checking in when they said you don't have to do that. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> yo, yo, or yo. You... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's my thing about online tournaments, right? So, and I, I don't want to say like top players who do this shit. But it's mainly top players who do this shit. Of like, they don't read like, they don't read the rules, right? And they're like, "Well, you know, I'm here." I'm like, "Hey, you don't have to do it." Also, you can go on Smash GG and check in. Yeah, which they had told everybody that was that was how they had to check in, and then immediately after, as soon as they did it, somebody said it, and it's like, I don't. I'm trying to think of a good analogy for this, but like, as soon as one person does it. Everybody else just starts doing it because they just assume that's the right thing to do because that's how it's always been done. Oh my god! So then you just get nothing but checking in, checking in, checking in, checking. In. And it's like, dude, they already told you. Yeah, and then like I hate the people. Actually, I don't hate them. I don't, I don't hate no one, but I dislike the people where we t- like when they tell me, "Hey, go on Smash GG," right? And they they never go on Smash GG to like report matches. They just expect the person who you're you're playing to report the matches, but with Smash GG, you both have to be there to make sure everything goes. Well, I think one person has to do it. At least one person, otherwise. Well, here's the thing: there's a time limit, right? And then you have to yeah, wait yeah, like right. five minutes. You have to wait five goes. minutes, right? And so if you if you're not cooperating with the other person, not doing that, it definitely holds the tournament up. Then it's like, yeah. well, I told the TO, well, you have to be there to report the scores too. Yeah. Instead of waiting for the TO because they might be tied up. Yeah, that's a uh, that's another one. People don't want to use Smash GG to communicate or figure out somebody's CFN, even though you're supposed to sign up with the correct CFN when you go into Smash GG. But... Hey, hey, what's your CFN? It's in the Smash GG, bro. Like, what do you? Huh? Look, 
Uh, you go on the Discord. Are you ready? I'm in Smash GG. I mean, yeah. That's a. Uh, that's something that people definitely could uh, do better with tournament tournament etiquette. But look, man. You would think it's, right? a, it's a different world because we're all mine. Look, 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 so look, I, look, I'll give him the benefit. No, no, I'm not giving the benefit of doubt. It's been since what? Since March, April. We're about yeah, to, we're about to be in August now. Y'all still haven't like figured this out. I guess the only thing you could say about that is there's not a lot of consistency with how everybody does their stuff, right? So RSF runs their tournament different than OG Yon runs their tournament than NLBC runs it. You know. Not very many people follow the same, same way. Yeah, right. nobody ever does right. the same. But they, but look, I mean, look. So look, it also comes back down to reading, right? If your tournament, uh, yeah, if your tournament calls for you to type in check in, then of course you type in check in. They will put their heart by it count that you're checked in, or whatever. If your tournament doesn't call you to type check in in the Discord, but requires you to check in and smash your gene, then you should probably do that. I'm just saying, reading takes you a long way. Sometimes. 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 That brings us to Asia East, which just happened this past weekend. And this was the one that I think by far, I mean, would you agree this has been the best one so far? All right. So when your opening match is Daigo versus Tokido, it may be the best one. Yeah. It may be the best one. That was a good set. That first set was really good. Yeah. It... It definitely, man, it's been, uh, it was, it was definitely the best one for sure. And so the results were, we had Daigo take first with, uh, Guile, Fudo take second with Poison showing off. A lot of people didn't really have faith in his Poison, but, uh, he definitely showed he had one this weekend. So he played Poison and I think he only picked Armika against, uh, YHC Mochi. Um, we had Valoran. Good to see him uh, cooking again with Cami at third place. Uh, Takedo playing Akuma as usual. Fourth place, Momochi fifth showing off uh, Seth. People are really seeing what this character is about. And yeah. uh, even though he wasn't in top eight, Sako was definitely putting in work with, uh, with Seth in top 16. Um, we had uh, Ryusei fifth place with Yurian. Uh, Yoshibiki, which was the, uh, I think they got the, oh, that was the Kami, but they got, they, on this website, they have them, they have Costco and, uh, Yoshibiki mixed up. So, Yoshibiki played Kami, and, uh, Costco was the Blanca E. Honda from, I want to say it was Korea or Taiwan, I can't remember, but yeah, I was really impressed with this, uh, with this Blanca. But he got to top eight uh, and ended up losing to, uh, I think it was Yoshibiki. Yeah. Oh, no, it was it was, uh, it was against Momoshi, my bad. That's who he had. Oh, yeah, because he had to play a Blanca first. Yeah, the Blanca first. Yeah, he played, yeah. he he tried, so he tried E-Honda against uh, Momoshi at first. And then that didn't work, and then he went Blanca. So. But uh, apparently... Uh, E Honda's supposed to be a pretty good match for uh, Seth. I'm guessing because you could just headbutt all the jumps, so you stop the axe kick and the jump. Yeah. So uh, that's that's my guess, but 
Um, but yeah, super interesting, man. Uh, you know, it was a lot of I upsets. didn't expect Dial. Huh? There were a lot of upsets also, like in the top sixteen and like before that as well. And, uh, yeah, there were some notable people that didn't make it su- super far. Like I think Bonchan didn't make it out of pools. Um, Nemo didn't make it out of pools, if I remember right. He uh, stopped short a little bit. Uh, who else? It is on. Got player. top sixteen, but he wasn't able to get top eight. Yeah, didn't like uh, the poison player, deadly poison from Korea, which everybody thought was yeah. He got smoked in top sixteen. Yeah, he definitely did. But he beat like some wonderful people. Everybody thought that was infiltration for some reason. Um, terrific. There was a few other. Um, oh, there was one weird situation where so RB and uh, Bonchan had to play, and I think RB had won the first game, and then the second game, um, there was a draw game, and what. Bonchan thought was when there's a draw that both people get the win. So then technically RB won two one. So he thought he was out, you know, I don't remember his winners or losers. I forget, but he lost. So he thought he had lost. And then he's like, okay, whatever. So Brian, so I was watching Brian's stream. Cause he was just going through all these player streams, watching them play and just restreaming it technically. So he's watching it and he's like, hold up. No, when there's a draw, that means, both people have to replay you have to replay right it doesn't count as a win each you just have to replay the match and then brian goes to look up the rules to verify and then he's like yeah that's how it is that's how it's always been he goes into the uh he goes into the cpt discord or whatever and he's like hey look this is what it is and so that causes uh that causes them to have to play again all right well can you guess what happened after they played (laughs) punch hit one yeah, <laughs> so, he ended up beating him, and I was like, "Man, that's gotta be the worst." Like my man RB was like, "Yo, I'm good." Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I, the way we made it. You know what I'm saying? Birdman hand rub, and then my man had to run it back and get. It wasn't even a wash. Actually, one of the games was a wash, but but I was like, "Man, that's gotta be the worst feeling." And then uh, I think Brian was in the Discord while uh, he was still streaming. He was in the Discord. I think he was like, sorry. And then RV just replied, it's okay. And I know deep down inside, he didn't mean it. <laughs> but, hey, you fi- look, Brian, respect- look, Brian, you fucked up his bag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I respect him being a uh, you know, sportsman-like about it. Deep down, so, deep down, I'll be like, I hate you, Brian, enough. That's a pretty interesting uh, amount of player, or a pretty interesting lineup so far. So, of all the qualified players, you got Phenom, Mandrake, SKZ, Picaro, Takamura, Daigo. Of uh, the people who are in here, there's only two, no, three people. So, three of the people who are in here have been in Capcom Cup before. And obviously, Adam, I forgot about Adam because he's the champ. Yeah, yeah, three, just like, as long, so as, he are new. long as he doesn't enter in t- in three weeks, we're fine. Huh? As long as he doesn't enter in three weeks, we'll be fine. I don't know if he's even gonna do it. I don't. I don't know if he's announced whether he is or not. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he did it again. But I mean, he might be a little bit less incentivized now because I mean, 
his biggest, cha- like, the biggest challenge he had was, like, Knuckle Dude. Or I guess at the time, that was probably, like, the person that was beating him consistently. He's not around, so yeah. that does change the landscape a little bit uh, for this next one coming up. I think it, it's still going to be a toss-up, I think. Actually, I think this one is going to be a pretty big toss-up because, like, again, he was probably the strongest player on the East Coast. Um, next to Idom, but Idom's qualified now, uh, you know, so I think it's a pretty open region, man. Hey, man, it's it time for that Negro to shine, you know what I'm saying? I think it's time for you to get your thumb at your asshole and, um, you know, put in the work and then, uh, you know. I mean, look, you could do it, man. Oh, no, I'll be in the West Coast, so I can't. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. You're trying to flex now, huh? No, just I'll be out there working, so I won't be okay. able to. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. But you can, though. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Hey, look, man. Start I'm, the a, grind. I'm just a washed-up guy just trying to, uh, you know. No, I'm washed up. I don't know what you're talking about. but uh, Trying to rekindle the flame, man. That's all I'm trying to look, you know, look, man, you got it. You know what I'm saying? You got the poison. You know what I'm saying? You switched out a dude who eats donuts for a girl who carries a whip. You feel me? I mean, I'm still still pretty much only playing Birdie, but you know I do play a little bit of Poison. So, in case you're full of your shit, you're full of shit. But hey, I get it, right? Uh, anyway, moving on. We got Central America coming up this weekend, which I don't be interesting. I mean, uh, that's gonna have some of the DR players in it, uh, some of the Mexican players. Uh, so I mean, as far as names, you know, you got. Mena RD in that region, right? Obviously, he's probably the favorite. Uh, you got Kaba, DRA, Kusanagi, Mono. Uh, who else? Crossover, El Tigre. El Tigre. I mean, it's a it's a lot of people. I mean, so far, what? Oh, actually, it's not so far because this is it. It's 181 people uh, registered, so Ooh, it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty neat for that yeah. region. Yeah. Hey, man. You know, I think I want to see Kusanagi win it, man. I think I want to see a soccer representation make it. I expect him to make it pretty far, but I don't know. But my heart's in it for Mena. I, I, um, even though Mena is not really, I mean, he does play birdie a little bit, but he's not really like maining birdie. So I don't know if you saw this interview that uh, Mena did on the Fighting Words show. No, nah. Capcom does. No. Nah. Uh, so Mena's new strategy now is he's only going to play matchups that are good. So. At the Blink Esports, which we didn't talk about it, but uh, at the Blink Esports DR thing. So, did you know they they had their own event? DR yeah, I, I I know they had their own event. I just didn't know who was all okay. like, entered or I guess like invited. So so Min ended up winning it, but Min played like seven characters. He played like Mika, E Honda, Sakura, Birdie, Abigail, uh, Karen, and there's somebody else. I'm drawing a blank on. He played like another character too, but like, and his thing now he's like, I'm only playing winning matchups. Like that's it. Uh, if it's a bad matchup, I'm switching to a matchup that I, that's a winning matchup. I and it's crazy that. that he can play all these characters at like such a high level, man. Until you get that one yeah, matchup. Yeah, I mean where it's it's, like... it's a good strategy, but it's so surprising to see. I mean, I think it's. I wouldn't say it's the best strategy, but it is a good idea. But the fact that he's capable of doing it with, you know, you know, like everybody has like secondary characters, right? But like 
and the fact that he could do this in like a high level setting like that and still win, it's uh, pretty impressive. But will it give him that spot at Capcom Cup again? We have to see. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I expect him to put in work this weekend. So I'll be uh, I'll be looking out for that. Um, all right. So moving on to the last couple things. So tomorrow. There is the Japan Fighting Game Developer Roundtable, which um, it's going to be a... Well, we really don't even know what it's going to be other than it's going to be a stream and they're supposed to have all these developers from these publishers, so I know Capcom's going to be there. Um, I think the Fexel guy, or what is it? Fighting Layer EX? Yeah, Fighting Layer uh, EX. I guess, cause they're, I guess they're going to be talking about their uh, robot beta they've been doing. Yeah, so they're going to be there. Some of the Arxis guys are going to be there. Uh, Bandai tech and people are going to be there. All that. So it's supposed to be a bunch of developers that are going to get together. And I don't know exactly if it's going to necessarily be they talk about things or if it's going to be a way that people get whatever upcoming stuff they have for their properties out. I'm a little bit unsure, but I guess we're just going to tune in and see what it is. Um, so I think that'll be pretty cool. Uh, is there anything that you expect out of it, or is it kind of like you're like me, you don't really know what they're going to do? But Yeah, I don't know what to really expect. Like, uh, what only thing I know that's coming out from Arxis is Strive, right? And then yeah. Tekken, I don't think they have anything coming on the pipeline unless they're going to hit us with, like, hey, here's a Tekken Cross Street Fighter. I feel like they got another season of Tekken down the road. I don't think they're going to dump this game yet, but who knows? Yeah. And then, uh, who else? Sam Show just announced a new character that's free. So, yeah. Um, I think people are looking forward to KOF uh, stuff coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. This. That's, this is true. Yeah. I think it's the best. I think it's the best time for him. But then again, I don't know, man. Like, Sam Show just came out. So, then again, I don't know if they have like, another team working on. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they've, they've, if anything, I mean, they already have a system with, like, so one of the issues, remember everybody was, like, kind of pooping on KOF 14's graphics, but, like, I feel like they've gotten, uh, you know, they figured out how to do 3D models pretty well with Samurai Showdown, so maybe they take what they learn with that, and or what, you know, framework they have with that, and build the next yeah. KOF out of that. I mean, so. it was like, yeah, it was, like, what, their first try actually doing 3D in, like, forever? Since, like, yeah. maximum impact. Yep. Yeah, that game's a banger. You know, it's definitely not. Uh, definitely throwing it out there. The game is definitely a banger. I still remember my boy trying to talk me into buying that game when uh, <laughs> when it came out. It's like, yo, man, it's going to have Xbox Live, man. You know, we're going to play that. And I'm like, dude, that's it's a 3D KOF. It doesn't even look good. Duh, yo, I remember, like, I don't, I don't know why, right? But I used to like when I used to watch MTV. I remember just seeing like late night MTV. I used to like remember seeing this, those commercials all the time, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" The budget back then for like, advertising must have been like crazy. Cause I'm just like I just see it everywhere. Every time I turn the channel, it's just there. I think I just remember seeing a review for it in uh. I want to say the magazine that I was reading at that time was like GMR or whatever. Those were what they were giving away, or not giving away, but what they were pimping in like EB games and stuff like that. I just remember that game getting a shitty review there. And uh, I just, 
man, everything I looked at about the game just didn't sell it to to me. Especially like because at the time I was playing DOA, right? So like DOA was kind of like the pinnacle of uh, like three D fighters for me because it was like it was super easy, like easy to get into. It was easy to learn characters. Whereas like with Tekken, it just like something with me and Tekken didn't click. Hey man, you didn't like uh, you didn't like seeing Tekken four. Uh, that was the one that I hated the most. Even as like you know, I'm still a scrub back then. I thought I was still trash. I'm like, why am I grabbing people and throwing them in directions? Like, what is, what's the point of this? Why is it interactable? Like, why can't I kick somebody into like a phone booth? Like, this just didn't make sense. That was like one of the most busted Tekken's too, if my memory serves me, from what I'd heard. Yeah, because uh, everybody definitely had an infinite <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, people had like back back turn infinites and shit like that. it was almost like somebody it was like the precursor to the steve infinite and uh oh. and uh Tekken five. Oh my god i actually do that once <laughs> like in the arcades uh, holy you oh. would do that hey man yo, yo the Tekken infinite i mean the steve infinite Tekken five that was like peak Tekken five for me that was the easy way to get beat the fuck up at an arcade that or you do like the marvel um marvel 2 glitch with like uh, Ruby, uh, Ruby Heart. Oh, the Ruby Heart glitch. Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever did that when I was at the arcade, but I definitely saw a video on YouTube where somebody did it, and then he just walked away. <laughs> you banned that guy. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. So so we got that coming up, but the real the real shit that we got coming up. On August 5th, so Capcom tweeted this out. I think it was shortly after the uh, Birdman hand, bird huh? hand rub. So, got the, got the Birdman on hand August rub. 5th, they, uh, they're supposed to have a stream, and they're going to talk about the future of Street Fighter V Season 5. Now, what that entails, we don't know. Does that? I mean, obviously, we assume well, they, they said didn't it, say they, they were going to show characters, about the characters, but yeah. we don't know how many characters. If they're going to show all of them, we don't know when they're coming out. We don't know if they're going to be available immediately. We don't know if there's going to be balance patch. We don't know if there's nothing. All we know is that they're going to talk about Street Fighter. They're also going to talk about SFL there as well because they did talk, say something about that. So we're going to find out about what SFL is going to be this year. Um, anyways. So that's probably the the most exciting thing, and that's supposed to happen August fifth at ten a.m. Central, oh no, Pacific time. So, man, I'm looking forward to that. I'm oh, looking oh, at my, uh, uh, my calendar right now. Ooh, what's a Wednesday? You know what I'm saying? I can't wait. Yep. I'm be like, I'm uh, I'm ready to see Viper. You know. That's a, I'm, ready, I'm, I'm ready to see Rose and T-Hawk, you know what I'm saying? T-Hawk's yeah. not coming back. Look, he's coming back. He got he to gotta say, he's coming back. Look, look, look. Was, we're going to get, like, three characters, probably from the past, right? Like, probably get, like, Rose, T-Hawk, and Viper, or something like that. They were probably, actually, yeah, we're probably, they were probably get, like, two characters from my third strike. And, no. watch, and watch them be the twins. I'm expecting at least one brand new character. Like one that hasn't been oh, yeah. in the like in a past Street Fighter, and then the rest it's toss up. All right, so you're getting Eagle, right? There we go. I don't, I don't see it. But Viper, I think Viper is a high possibility, just because 
she's always been like a, a she's a popular character in the series you know this was like a rumor going back from you know years ago that viper was supposed to be in the game and a lot of the times with these leaks they end up being true right not 100 percent. i mean there's some of these leaks and like rumors that don't really pan out but a lot of times if you go back and look at some of these like they're probably they there's some truth to it like you know? I feel like sometimes, like, when a certain character does get leaked, then, like, I guess, like, the developers will have to, like, pull the character back and just replace them with another character and be like, all right, we just put this character in later or whatever or scrap it entirely. I don't know. Now, have you seen the video Vesper did about the his theory on who's going to be in Season 5? Because it's, like, based off this tarot card thing from one of the collector's editions of the game. No. So, I forget who he theorized it's going to be in there, but Viper was one of them, but it was like based on like, um, in one of the versions of the game, like one of the special editions, it comes with tarot cards and then, that had to be like a, that had to be like a Japanese exclusive. Yeah, it was a Japanese exclusive. Okay, because yeah. I, because I had, I definitely had the collector's edition of five and, uh, all I got is a bum ass Ryu statue. Yeah, it was like, with like the collector's edition or something in Japan with like arcade edition or something that you got this stuff, but, but anyway, yeah, I forget who all of his were. It was like, I think Sea Viper was one of them, Rose was one of them, and like Oro. And I forget the, the other characters he was saying that he thought was going to be in there. But I think those I think those three are pretty strong guesses. Yeah. I mean, it could be anybody, but about I Necro? think uh, nobody wants to see Necro. Why not? You're telling me you don't, yo, you're telling me you don't want to see Necro. Nobody wants to see Necro. I want to see Necro. All right, you're one of those weird, weird motherfuckers. Clearly. I do play weird characters. Um, do you think there's gonna be a balance patch? Yes, there has to be. I mean, it doesn't have to. Be. I mean, honestly, like I don't know. It depends. If the game comes out this year, or if if the, if the characters come out this year, then I think there has to be a balance patch, right? But I don't know because. The thing with doing a balance patch is like, what do you balance around when you just added a bunch of new characters to the game, right? Like, if true. everybody comes out this year, like, like what do we do? And like, and the other thing that's weird about it is the potential that we we could be playing like half the season with one version of the game, and then now you're patching it midways through the season, right? So it's like, but you're also introducing new characters midway through the season so that's going to change the meta depending on the strength of those characters but I always feel like I always feel like when they bring the characters in the middle of the season it doesn't really change much or I guess people are too afraid to actually put in the time in the characters in the season but I guess with now I guess this time would be different because right that's what it, I was going to say because we're all online and like mm-hmm. there, there is no point system so it's like yeah, there's nothing on the line. You're just sitting in your house playing. Yeah, you don't really. You know, <laughs> there's no point like, system. It's not like you're traveling anywhere, or it's not like these. Um, it's not like these online qualifiers are uh, are giving you points. So it's like, you know, why you're not try like just to win? Yeah, you just yeah. need to do what you need to do to win. Yeah, that's it. And if that happens to be picking an obscure character that somebody doesn't have any matchup experience against or somebody who's fairly new you're gonna do it you know I would. so like it, it really just depends on what what these characters have um, which you know it, it depends because 
it's like the way Capcom brings out these DLC characters. I don't think there's a, there's not a, there's not a set trend of one being too good or too bad. They either come in pretty weak or they come in overpowered, right? There's not like a, but it's not like a consistent thing, right? Like I feel like Seth came out the gate pretty strong, right? While yeah. Gil is on the weaker side. Um, and if you look at season, season four, right? That would have been, well, I guess Seth I guess, and Gil are technically yeah. season four, but um, if you look at the rest of season four, which is uh, Honda, pretty weak think well not weak but people uh, kind of consider uh, everybody like, thought he was strong in the beginning and yeah. then uh but no one was like really checking out poison everybody thought poison was the weakest hey, everybody so. thought poison sucked week one you know like month one and now look at her she did get now v skill two and the buff she got were pretty important but like even before then with the character being the way she was last season i still thought she was probably the best character at the time of the season four characters. Um, and then you got Lucia, which everybody thought Lucia was top tier. And then look at how her stock went down. Right. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends, you know, um, but who do we have season three? I don't want to go all the way back, but like season three was, uh, that was uh, Sakura, which Sakura, was pretty... Cody, Sagat, G. Right. And so only one of those ended up being, Oh, well, Blanco was pretty good, yeah. but, uh, you know, G was the only one that was like super relevant. The others were just kind of there. They weren't super strong, but they've gotten better with buffs. So, yeah, it's like a mixed bag. It could go either way, right? We could get one of these characters could come out and be busted. I mean, I'm guessing at least one of them will. The one of them will at least be really strong. The rest, you know, who knows? Yeah. And then season two. Mm. I mean, season two, you really only had what was it? I mean, Ed and and uh, Ed and Colleen weren't re- very strong. Uh, who was season two? Uh, Abigail was okay. I don't think he was crazy, but he wasn't bad. Uh, who else was season two? Manat. Manat was better than people thought Manat sucked, and then they figured out the V trigger stuff, and they were like, "Oh, this character is actually pretty good." And uh, I don't remember who else was season two. Falk, or she season three. Falk was season three. She was season three. Yeah, uh, I can't think. Either way, yeah, it, it uh, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a mixed bag when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> Did, uh, season but, one. Whew. Oh, Zeku was season two. Oh yeah. Oh right. uh, yeah. See, season two, Zeku sucked though. He was whack. He came out the gate whack. And look at him now. Look and look. That's how it goes, man. You start out like, and then that's the thing. You start out being whack, and then you uh you turn into Abigail. You either get either or it's either <laughs> one of two things. You either start out whack and they buff you to like pretty good, or People, you come out. People think you're whack. Then they figure out all the stuff, and then the the developers are like, "Oh, well, you know, we see people aren't using this character," and then they buff them, and then they end up being ridiculous. Which you know, that's what happened with some of the characters. That was definitely a uh, definitely happened with like, who is it? I was gonna say, well, G got busted. G was like. He didn't get crazy buffs. Now yeah. that I think about that one season, but he was good already. But then he got yeah. more buffs. Uh, 
Then you got people like Kage, where Kage sucked. And then <laughs> they finally buffed him. But everybody thought he was going to be OP, but he's actually just kind of still about the same. Yeah. I think Abigail was the one that got overtuned because they thought he wasn't that great, but he was actually pretty good. And maybe Guile. Maybe Guile was like another one that got overbuffed when he didn't need it. Oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, V-Trigger, uh, huh, what's that? That was season one. Never mind. We got v- we had two V-Triggers in season three, right? It was season three where he got that, but V-Trigger, uh, when, when he went to season two, he got those new boom loops. He yeah. had, uh, uh, what was the other change? It was something else that they gave him in season two. Oh, my God. I'm, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. I want to say it was like plus two Sonic Boom. Or- oh, yeah, yeah. He got plus two Sonic Boom. And then I think season three, they gave him plus one. And then they gave it back. No, I mean, it's still plus two. It's still plus two? I yeah. swear I thought his booms got changed. Uh, or was it EX? Look, I got I got to look this up because it's bugging me now. What did they get, Gal? <laughs> oh, he got bazooka knee. That was one thing too. Oh yeah, because oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that uh, that got nerfed, right? Huh? That got nerfed, right? Bazook- uh, it got nerfed, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there was another thing he had that was like crazy. Oh, his standing light kick got better. Standing medium punch got better. Standing heavy punch got better. Oh, upside down kick. That was what upside down kick was like plus five on hit. So it was a throw. The best one of the best throw baits in the game that led to a ton of damage. I forgot about yeah. that. Oh yeah. Sobot oh. was ridiculous. That got buffed. <laughs> and this character was dumb. Yeah, it changed. Uh, Sonic Boom got changed to plus two on block from plus one. Hey, got go ahead. Frame advantage. Go ahead and bring uh, uh, season two Guile back. Huh? Go ahead and bring back season two Guile. Let's not, man. I don't. I don't think I want to see that. Come on, man. And he was still cooking in season three. I mean, he's like the Rashid of the game. You can't really make him shitty. Like, no matter what you do, he has too many tools. Like, I, like, it's, like, like it's everybody like thought a, Rashid sucked season one. Huh? Everybody thought Rashid sucked season one. Yeah, no, that character's been fucked up. <laughs> and he continues to be fucked <laughs> up. And I'm pretty sure, even even if there's a patch, at the end of the season, he's going to continue to be fucked up. You can't make him shitty. Like, it's just, he has too many options. Just like Akuma. People are like, oh, Akuma's trash. Now look at that. <laughs> you look at uh, you look at what Takedo does with the character, and it's like, bro, he's still doing the same shit. He's still, <laughs> he's still doing the exact same things. Yo, I can't believe, like, Wake Up Demon Flip is, like, actual option. That, like, <laughs> fucking It's not kill. a real option. It's not a real it option, but it works. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of something else unconventional. Motherfuckers doing Wake Up regular bullhorn or whatever. <laughs> you know, it ain't an option, but it works when it, <laughs> when it works. I guess. I'm laughing so hard because I used to fucking do that. Oh man, what a um, what a time to be alive. Yeah, like Kuma's still gonna be cooking. Gal's still gonna be cooking no matter what they do. So, um, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I'm interested. I'm hype. I uh, I look forward to. Uh, well, let me not say that because you know when you when you well, let me say this. I expect. I look forward to seeing what's going to happen. I don't have any expectations because when you set expectations, it's easy to be disappointed. Uh, I just hope that uh, they talk about you know they they show off a character I'm interested in, regardless of whether it's Sea Viper or not. As long as they're cool and uh, they look look to be fun, which going based off the last three characters they've released, uh, I think there's a good shot that you know this is going to be some uh, pretty cool stuff in the game. I think. Go ahead. Go ahead and just give me T Hawk and Rose, and then um, that's all you need to release, nah. honestly. Nah. But. Nobody wants Seahawk. Game got enough grapplers anyway. Rose could be cool. I mean, depending on. She's not going to play like she used to, but so she could still be cool, though. Hey, man, like, if she has the normals, then I'm in there. She just got to have the normals. Who knows, man? Like, man. If they um, if she has her if she has her standing heavy punch, I'm in there. That's not gonna be that good. You like, can look at the normals in this game in general and you can tell none of those fit into the uh the mold of having a button that good. Or if she has a button or if she has like crouching medium punch as well. If that's like in the game. I no. mean you might get lucky and they give her something like that, but don't don't be expecting a sand old sand heavy kick or a sand heavy yeah, give, punch. Yeah, go ahead give me an old sand heavy kick, you know what I'm saying? Make it crush You're not getting us back. You know what I'm saying? You know You're definitely not getting us back. Give me four heavy kick. <sighs> yeah, no. Not <laughs> if they did put it in this game it'd be like negative eight. <laughs> and it'd be like a crush counter. Go ahead and give me uh give, go ahead and give me slide. You know, I'll take that. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, minus six on a uh, block. Nah, bro. Then I go ahead. Oh, you know what? Go ahead and give me. Um, go ahead and give me close um, standing medium kick, but make it a uh, command normal, and then uh, in there. But make it minus two. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Actually, no. Uh, I'll take. I'll take zero. You know what I'm saying? But make sure she has a DP. Actually, actually, no. Uh, Soul Spiral, that is the DP. All right, and I think that's a good place to uh, end this episode. So, uh, Tim, I thank you. Uh, I thank you for coming on this week, man. Hey, man. Uh, straight from Country Inn and Suites in Crestview, Florida. I'm here. All right, man. Where where can the people find you at, Tim? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. At 4H Tim, domed up summer, y'all. Um, and I can't really stream, but you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash 4H Tim, 4H underscore Tim. And uh, yeah, where can they find you at, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Boombox Hero, where I'm uh, tweeting out music and, uh, you know, Bad takes on uh, fighting game stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, where I'm grinding currently for Warlord at twitch.tv slash magnegro with a zero instead of an O. And uh, also find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash magnegro. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for this week. Uh, we are going to aim to have a show out by Thursday next week to uh, talk about all the Street Fighter Five news that would have transpired tomorrow and on Wednesday. So uh, be looking out for that. 
but yeah, outside of that, man, we will uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out.